The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thank you for joining this podcast. Our reading today is taken from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 19, verse 28 to 40. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Tell him, The Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, If they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for yet another opportunity to bring your word to the world. I pray, God, that you will give us understanding and insight into this passage of the scripture. And I pray that you bless as many as who listen to this podcast. In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord and soon-coming King. Amen. Friends, thanks for joining this podcast. Today, we will look at the triumphant entry into Jerusalem uh, through the eyes of Dr. Luke. The story read earlier from the book of Luke, chapter 19, verse 28 to 40, gives us an insight into some of the circumstances leading to Christ's crucifixion. Death by crucifixion is the Roman authorities' way of punishing criminals and as well as instilling fear in the hearts of potential offenders. Jesus Christ had to experience it as he was accused of attempting to derail an already fragile uh, polity. It wasn't long before the activities of Jesus Christ came under the radar of the social, political, and religious establishment. 
In addition to the Romans' accusation, the Jewish also had plausible reasons for wanting to confront Jesus and destroy his ministry. I think this is because the religious leaders of his day thought he was coming to counterbalance all their teaching, and of course he did that. So, no one expected them to be happy and welcome him into their midst. It seems that Jesus' disposition set him up already to, to look as if he was uh, on a collision course with the authority of the regional Roman emperor. Although at this time there was heightened messianic expectation by the Jewish community, but Jesus Christ did not seem to meet the criteria of the predicted and expected Messiah. Jesus Christ challenged both secular and sacred authorities. He also went against the grain by choosing supposedly two natural enemies, Simon the Zealot, whose ideologies were against the occupying Roman oppressive government, and Matthew, a civil servant in the same government, as his disciples. These and other similar actions pitched Jesus Christ against the two opposing entities. On the side of the expectant Jews, there were also no clear consensus about how exactly the Messiah will be. However, it is easy to decipher that a considerable segment of the Jewish population would be expecting a king in the fashion of David as foretold by the prophets. The other Gospels of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem have the familiar features of Pamphrond and Hosannas. But in our Luke's reading today, there are no palms and no Hosannas. Instead, we are told that cloaks are laid out for Jesus Christ to ride his donkey on. Luke noted that the surrounding voices were from Jesus' own disciples. This also slightly contrasts with the other gospel reports in that Luke did not report the dissenting voices who in a few days will call for Jesus' crucifixion. Although not noted in our text today, we are told by commentators that it is quite likely that there was another boisterous entry on the day that Jesus Christ entered into Jerusalem, even though it was a political one. Entering first was the Roman governor from the west with full military tattoo of might, armor, sword, chariots, with all other possible paraphernalia, including elaborate chariot carrying Pilate himself. But can you imagine the stark contrast on Jesus' side as he enters Jerusalem on the back of a colt? And yet, unlike Pilate, Jesus Christ brings not fear and oppression, but much hope, joy, and peace. On one hand, Pilate represents the kingdom of man, while Jesus represents the kingdom of God. These two events, as you can imagine, has both political and religious dimensions to it. One was popular, reasonable, and appropriate with spectacular pageantry, and the other with no pomp, but full of humility and peace. As usual, the population must choose where they pitch their tents between these two opposing parties. 
The sensitive nature of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem was obvious and such situation could have easily escalated into premature altercation in the city. The scheduling of such event to coincide with Pilate's entourage from the other side could not have been more distasteful to the Roman authority and counterproductive for Jesus Christ's welcome party, especially as it was the convention uh, of kings to ride a donkey into a city. The oppressive Roman government, who had no place for new kings or another power, would have considered such an action of Jesus' triumphant entry a serious potential threat to their dominance in the region. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Again, as noted earlier, the implication for this seemingly coincidence is that Jesus knew the timing and how appropriate it was. Therefore, it was not exactly a coincidence, but rather what I would call a divine incidence. For the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings to ride majestically on a peace symbol into the city of God. The story shows clearly that all powers belong to God, now and forever. 1 Peter 5.11 And all authorities are from Him. The Bible tells us, God determines the number of the stars He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. Psalm 147, verse 4 to 5. My friend, you see, nothing on this planet happened without God's knowledge. God is all-knowing. So, was it coincident that Jesus rode into Jerusalem at the same time as Pilate? I would say no. This was all orchestrated. The crowd threw their cloaks and palm branches into the street. And I can imagine this in my head and relate with this scene because in African context you find women untie their wrappers and spread it on the ground for politicians and important people to walk on and that's a sign of submission that's a sign of acknowledgement of authority and supremacy so I think in this situation also this was what happened Jesus's disciple understood the significance of this visit They were thrown into ecstasy. They shouted, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. This must be a great news for those expectant Jews. The Messiah is finally here. But some in the crowd must also be worried again because they don't want to incur the anger of the Roman government. Only the emperors enjoy such accolade. There were also others within the religious hierarchy that do not consider Jesus Christ as the long-expected Messiah. He does not fit the mold. So they added to the chorus, Teacher, rebuke your disciple. Stop them from worshipping. Stop them from acknowledging. 
However, Jesus didn't do their bidding because he knew who he was. As non-participant observer of these events and specially separated, we can still learn some useful lessons from the story. Our society today are filled with varieties of opinions, popular and unpopular. Be it political, religious, spiritual or social, we are constrained to choose between what is godly, good, bad and what is socially acceptable by society we live in. But the point to note here is that the popular, reasonable and appropriate options may not be necessarily the right one. Instead, the unpopular and sometimes politically and socially incorrect ones may be what God requires of us. The question we must ask of ourselves today is this. Are we going to choose to be in Jesus' welcome party and chorus? Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Join the Pharisaic crowd in the same welcome party and ask Jesus Christ to rebuke his disciple or move entirely to Pilate's side. It would have been safer to join the popular welcome party of the Roman authority rather than joining that of Jesus Christ because anything else would have been interpreted as supporting a possible rebellion against the Roman rulers. But they have to make up their mind as to who they will follow and some actually did. They welcomed the lone young donkey rider waving and shouting and paving the ground he rides on with their cloak. After all, it was written in Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9, Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion! Shout, daughter of Jerusalem! See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the fall of a donkey. We too have the choice to make in 2019 as we acknowledge the passion of Jesus Christ in our lives and accept that Calvary was for us and that Jesus' resurrection on Easter gives us hope beyond all measures in this world and in the world to come. By so doing, we will make not the popular and politically correct choices, but the right one, which is according to the plan of God for our salvation regardless. Friends, may I say to you today that each time we come to this period of the Christian calendar, the Passion Week, it brings nothing less to the mind of the believer than the reflection of what Jesus Christ went through for your sake and my sake, for the salvation of mankind. And today, it's a privilege to be alive, to be able to acknowledge that finished work of Calvary over 2,000 years ago. And I'm inviting you today, if you have not known or accepted that Jesus Christ died for you, my friend, it is time for you to consider accepting Jesus into your life. And perhaps... You have known Christ before and you have gone cold in your faith and walk with Christ. 
I invite you again to join me as I pray. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you once again for the privilege to be able to be called your son. And Lord, I pray that as many that have listened to this podcast will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, strengthen your people out there listening to the sound of my voice in their spiritual walk with you, in their growth with you, in their acknowledgement of your supremacy and sovereignty. Lord, I thank you today. And I ask, O Lord, that as many that are willing and have made up their mind to choose to follow you, to choose to join your welcome party today, I pray that you will receive them. You said in your word that as many as come to you, you will in no wise cast away. Therefore, Father, I believe that your word also say that as many as receive you, to them you give the power to become sons of God and even daughters too. Lord, I thank you for answering this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.